welcome to another episode of Beauty of Birth Podcast. Today on the podcast, I am joined by Abby, who I had on previously about a year ago when she had her first child, and she comes on to talk about the birth of her second child, another boy. I was really happy to be able to have her back on. Her story this time is just so completely different from her first experience that it's crazy so it's really cool to hear how different this one was and it just goes to show that you just never know what your birth is going to be like there's just no way to know what it's going to be like obviously you can prepare and you can make it a better experience but you just don't know how it's going to go And that's why it's so interesting to listen to birth stories to me because it's just always so different every time. I never get bored of hearing them. So anyways, uh, no new announcements here. Excited for the Christmas season coming up. I'll be very busy. I do have another one scheduled that I was supposed to do earlier, but we have been having a hard time finding a time. So, but that one should be coming out soon. And I'm excited for sharing this one and for the next one I'm doing. And then we shall see when I get out another one. I've been very busy and it's been great though. I love being a mom of two. It's really wonderful. So without further ado, here is Abby's birth story. Hello, Abby. Hi, Miriam. Thanks for coming back on again. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. After, what, a year, I think? Yeah, Mm because you had your next son soon after, right? Yeah, I had Asher March 6th, and I gave birth to Ezra exactly one year, one month, and one day after giving birth to Asher. (laughs) Nice. It'll be hard to forget their birthdays. So is there anything new going on with in your life, like with you and your family? Um, well, we moved back to Mexico City. We were living outside of the city and we moved back just for um, work reasons and other things like that. And I started a, a language business. I teach Spanish and English to kids. So we're kind of independent now, which is kind of nice. Oh, nice. So how is your... How is Asher doing? Asher is doing great. A lot of people around here in Mexico ask us if he's jealous because I guess that's common. Um, but because he was so little, he never really had a a chance to be jealous, like to realize that there was a change. Yeah, yeah. that's true. He didn't have much time as the first. No, one. no. I mean, as the first, as the only child. As the only, the only yeah. <laughs> He's always, yeah, I'll be, always be the first, but not the only one. Yeah. So when did you, did you guys decide to start trying again or was it a surprise or what happened? Um, yeah, it was another surprise. <laughs> <laughs> we're, um, we're not that great at family planning, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it. Oh, <laughs> but we, we were... It was also, well, it was crazy. So everyone in Mexico was like, you're, you'll be fine. You're nursing. You know, I got 
pregnant three months after giving birth. Um, wow. And yeah. I was I was nursing full time. I was doing everything. I looked at the lactation method, yeah. and I was like, you know, we're fine. And somehow I got pregnant, and nobody believed me. Like they were like, you you stopped nursing, right? And I was like, no, I didn't. This happened. <laughs> so. But every every baby, even though they are not planned by us, are planned by the Lord. So we are happy to have another member of the family. Right. For sure. Even if it's like a shock at first, it's like you're still excited. Oh, definitely. Just, oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sometimes you have to get used to the idea, especially if you were like not at all wanting to yet. I guess that's sort of what the nine months of pregnancy are for, you know, just to. Yeah start getting used to it <laughs> think about it for nine months yeah but, um was, was your husband really surprised um told him yes he was <laughs> he was also super excited um <laughs> estaba sorprendido amor por I'm asking him if he was surprised. <laughs> he says yes. <laughs> That's all. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he was surprised. Pero estabas feliz, verdad? He was also happy. <laughs> That's good. He's, he's chasing after our, our one and a half year old right now. So. <laughs> short answer uh, that's funny um so how was your pregnancy this time my pregnancy was a little bit more difficult because um especially towards the end because I was still trying to nurse Asher um and I was you know chasing him around and um we moved in the middle of my pregnancy to Chiapas um, which is a state further south in Mexico. And um, it was so, so hot there. I mean, it's like the tropics and humid and, you know, 90 degrees every day. Although it feels like 110 and you're oh. constantly sweating. Nobody has air conditioning. Um, oh, we man. were living, we were trying to finish up our house down there because we bought a little house and then we were going to try to fix it up and live in it. Um, but we ended up living with my in-laws for about a month because the house wasn't getting finished and we were just living in their room and they would wake up at like six in the morning. <laughs> it was just, this pregnancy has made me realize how important it is to take care of your health um, and make it a priority of sleep and eating properly and um, getting a little bit of exercise. Although if you're chasing a kid around, then you're probably getting enough. Um, but just making more of that a priority because it's, it was really exhausting. And there came a point where I just had to go to Washington um, because I was losing a ton of weight. So that was probably the most difficult part about this pregnancy was gaining weight because, you know, between nursing and being pregnant and running around. Yeah. Um, it wasn't happening. Did you feel sick at all? Um, I didn't feel nauseous at all, at all. Like nothing. It was weird. Mm -hmm. I think I felt a little bit nauseous when I first found out I was pregnant and that was sort of what tipped me off. But um, people would ask me like, "How so how's the morning sickness going? And I'm like, what morning sickness? <laughs> really nice. nice 
It was so nice. So it was just sometimes hard to eat. Like food kind of stopped tasting good. So that makes it hard for trying to gain weight and mm-hmm. um yeah, that's really I had that too with yeah. both my pregnancies is I lost a lot of weight in uh-huh. in the first trimester and then gained it all back later, but <laughs> yeah. Just eat a lot of gelato. I mean, maybe it's not the best advice, but it's working for me, right? <laughs> it's really good. It's funny. Mm. So how long do you go to Washington for? I went to Washington for three months because my husband, he started working in a hospital in Mexico City. And there they had like a like a lockdown for three months. So um, because of COVID, they weren't allowed to leave. Um they weren't even though they were fully vaccinated, they weren't allowed to leave like even for an hour. He didn't leave that building for three months. Um, and so mm-hmm. it just didn't make sense. It was also for financial reasons, um, just because we had kind of relied on going to Chiapas and living in a house and not paying rent and finding a job at, um, down there. But we were, weren't able to find much work. <laughs> and it was a lot harder than we expected. Um, yeah. We just well, had to rent- him being oh, like being away from him for three months. That sounds awful. Yeah, it was super awful, and I never want to do it again. And we've decided not to ever do it again. Um, but I can look back and see how maybe at the time it was maybe not you know the best decision, but it maybe helped us in some ways to yeah even like look at our marriage differently. And um, not that you should run away from your husband for three months. <laughs> have a better marriage but it definitely I don't know God uses sometimes not so great things for his own purposes mm-hmm. yeah That's the answer, folks if you're having trouble in your marriage just go away for three months <laughs> send your <laughs> husband to a hospital <laughs> make him work <laughs> but um it was so good when we were back together we we didn't even know where we were living we just decided we we wanted to be back together so my mom yeah. had rented Airbnb I was like seven months pregnant and we didn't have a place to live. Um, but my mom rented an Airbnb for a week to give us a chance to look for a place to live. Um, and my husband had gotten a job offer that fell through at the end of the week. Um, so we were, were without a place to live and no work, but we just knew we wanted to be together. We were going to make it work. Um, and so at the end, the very last day of the week, um, we got a call from a seminary. And they have, they had some space in the seminary because they have students that live here and they had some students that had moved out. Um, and so they offered us a little house. It's not really a house, it's a little apartment, <laughs> a one room <laughs> apartment. Um, and we had a place to live. And then um, my husband found work and I started the business. I was just like, we're, we have to make this work because I'm not going back to Washington and you're not going back to that hospital. Um, so um I got a lot of students surprisingly and great help and started up a business my husband selling coffee and chocolate so um yeah I guess we've gone through a lot of changes in the last year yeah that is that's crazy Um, but it just all of those changes were especially rough with the pregnancy and you know trying to gain weight still um and a lot of stress and um 
but we also have found a great community here in the seminary and that's, that's great. one of the most important things I think yeah for sure I was wondering if you guys were ever planning to potentially move to the states or like to Washington or anything or do you think you'll stay there for that sort of added to our whole instability because we've been waiting on immigration for two and a half years um, oh. and we're on like we thought last December that we were going to be living in Washington already um, because we thought we were on the last step and then we were going to get the interview. But it turns out there was another step after the last step and the other step takes another year. <laughs> so oh my word. here we are coming up on another December and we still haven't moved to Washington. And um, we, we've been told by our lawyer that it will probably be sometime in April March or April. That okay. Mm-hmm. So, so you guys are planning to. Move. Yes. Yeah. My husband's never ever been to Washington before, and that's crazy. Um, he just because it's really it's really hard for Mexicans to um, get access to the United States, and right. even if they're married and have kids with a U.S. citizen, it still takes a really long time. Yeah, that seems crazy. It seems like it should be easier than that Definitely. if you're married, especially. Oh, I know. It's, I mean, I sort of understand why it takes a long time. Um, there's been a lot of people that have taken advantage of the system. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So, and also COVID threw a wrench into things. True. It, I was going to say, I wonder if that was making it. Definitely. Yeah, because there were, there were less people working in the offices. And so. Well, I hope you can come here soon. I mean, to the States not here in Canada <laughs> we, we were in Canada just two weeks ago actually oh so, yeah it was fun nice. we were in Vancouver the other side of Canada cool. yeah that's pretty far away from me. yeah I've never been to Ontario before but it would be really fun I think yeah or Canada. I know if you come visit <laughs> yeah that would be great we could actually meet sometime yeah that'd be cool did you have any other symptoms of during this pregnancy um I was definitely tired more often but oh yeah for the last month of my pregnancy my mother-in-law came and she was living with us and we just have a one-bedroom apartment and I was a little bit not sure about how that was gonna be but it was the best thing ever and she was like my constant companion and everything. And Aww. we cooked together and she's my sister's age. So that kind of makes her to me more like a sister. Um, I have a sister who's 20 years older than I think 21 years older Ooh, than wow. me. So um, yeah, it felt, she felt like a companion. And sometimes she would mm-hmm. say, I'm going to watch the kids. You take a nap. And I was so exhausted. So that was the best thing ever. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And she kept saying, I'm not going to leave this place until that baby is born. Because I'm <laughs> sure that I'm, I can help you if anything happens. She was really awesome. That is great. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so one of my symptoms was tiredness. Um, I'm just tired all the time. And I couldn't sleep at night because I would have to get up and pee all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, everything just felt heavier. I thought that Ezra was going to be a lot. Ezra is our second baby's name 
I thought that Ezra was going to be a lot heavier or bigger than Asher was. And he ended up being the same weight, but longer. So <laughs> that might have been added to the heaviness. But everything just, like, I just felt run down. You know, two pregnancies yeah. were close together. And, yeah, for sure. What did you go with this time? Do you go with the doctor or midwife? Or... Neither. <laughs> oh. So we were going with a midwife we're going with a midwife um (laughs) we are planning a home birth yeah um just because i don't again i don't really trust the hospitals here in mexico Um, right and i wanted to be with the same midwife that i was with last time she was just wonderful she's okay best midwife here um she's actually the president of the midwives association midwife situation here in mexico city so um just but when i say she's the best like maybe not medically but she's just so sweet and wonderful and she really helped me a lot postpartum too um just as a friend but um yeah so we were it was her and then laura which is her and her um midwife partner buddy um Laura because you know they usually work in teams so it was her her name is Lupita and Laura and Lupita and Laura were supposed to be here during the birth (laughs) Um, your care you had though like you were seeing them and stuff yeah uh well it was sort of sporadic because I was in Washington for three months that's true that's true so when I was in Chiapas at first I didn't get any care at first um because we drove around looking for somebody who could do a checkup a prenatal checkup oh we ended up finding one person and they did a prenatal checkup and they gave us like zero information they were just oh. like you're pregnant like okay that's great um, and then I went to the United States and then I got some care I have a midwife there that I've always mm-hmm. wanted to um I've always wanted to be with during a birth but it's never happened so that's fine um <laughs> and then so she gave me prenatal care all the way up until the seventh month and then the seventh month I came to Mexico City and then the midwives here took over and by the last month they were coming once a week to check everything Um, right and just asked me how I was doing and and I was like why isn't this baby coming (laughs) (laughs) the the due date Um, came once oh no go ahead what were you gonna say I was gonna ask if you found out the gender Yes. So we were going to try not to, but my husband was away and he just didn't feel very connected to the baby. And he said, I feel like it would help if I knew it was a boy or girl. So we would just stop calling the baby the baby, you know, we could give him a baby. <laughs> yeah. feel more connected. So yeah, we found out it was a boy. Um, mm-hmm. Which is exciting. My husband always thinks it's a girl. I'm not sure why, but He's always excited when he finds out the find out finds out it's a boy, um, but for some reason he's always like, hundred percent sure it's a girl. <laughs> were, were you hoping for a girl this time, or did you not really care? Um, I didn't. I didn't really care. I actually, I told Abner if you if you keep hoping for a girl, you're probably just gonna get a boy because God's gonna be like, <laughs> you shouldn't care so much. So here's a boy. So, but I just. I just always would joke with him about that because he was always so sure. Um, but I didn't really, I didn't care if it was a girl. 
it was going to be a whole new adventure. And if it was a boy, then life is going to be wild. And <laughs> so it's been fun. Yeah. Anyways. It's fun to have like brothers too. Like that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. They, they already played together. And it's really sweet. Aww. Great. Um, well, when, when, when was your due date? Um, actually, that, now that I think about it, the due date didn't come and go. The due date was April 8th, and I gave birth on April 7th. No, April okay. 6th, I think, and I gave birth on April 7th. Huh. Um, but so I was expecting it to be earlier. Okay. Asher was early. But right. Our pregnancies are different. Oh, yeah, they definitely are. So I went a week late with Finn and then I was a week early with Willow so mm-hmm. yeah I um, remember you talking about that and you thought it was going to be late again because yeah end of being early that was nice honestly I preferred it being early instead of late yeah because then you kind of start worrying like why is it late <laughs> why is the baby not coming I don't so, know. So how was your labor? Let's go into your labor now. Um, I don't really have much to say about my labor because my labor was <laughs> only about an hour long. That's so crazy. I know. <laughs> so that's why my midwives were there. Because like up until then, I had a bunch of things that I thought were labors. And then the midwives would come. My parents came over because they moved, they came here for the birth. Um, and yeah, and they would come over and they would stay up all night with me because I was having like really strong contractions. I was timing them. Everything was, you know, man, like it was going to be birth and then it wasn't. Um, and that happened Mm -hmm. maybe two or three times, but then my midwives kept saying like, maybe your body wants to give birth, but you're so tired and exhausted that you can't. So nap as much as possible so I started napping as much as possible and then the night that I got the best sleep um I think I slept through the whole night without peeing which was really great yeah <laughs> and that morning I woke up at 7 30 and I had really intense contractions like like it was like you know we just fast forwarded to the end of labor <laughs> and then <laughs> I walked out and I told my mother-in-law, I'm going into labor. Like, this is it. I know this is it. And then she's like, let me make you some chamomile tea. Because that always <laughs> She got up and made some tea. She was sleeping on our couch, by the way. She, our parents had um, got a little apartment within the seminary. They were renting it and they had a special room just for her. But she insisted on sleeping on the couch because she wanted to make sure that she was here. If anything ever mm-hmm. happened. Um, and so she got up and made some tea. And then I called the midwife. I went outside and called the midwife. And I, Laura, who is the one who was in town, Lupita said, I'm leaving town. Your baby, your baby better not come in these two days. But if he does, just let it happen. So um, I called Laura, who was in, supposedly in town, but she was like eight hours away because she had to drive mm-hmm. early in the morning to get some documents for her children um, and was stuck in traffic. And she said, I will be there as soon as possible. And so I just said, you know, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> As I was going into labor and I went back inside and, um, and then I like, everything was such a blur. I don't, 
I just got, I just remember I came back inside, like it was eight o'clock. So a half an hour had passed and I got, I just got down on my knees because it was so intense. And my mother-in-law sat down next to me. She had the tea and she said, um, you know, if the midwives aren't here, I just want you to know that we'll be here for you and we're going to do the best that we can do, even though we're not midwives. And I, when I went into labor, my mom said, even if you're not in the hospital, even because all of her births were in the hospital, she'd never witnessed a birth before. Um, and she just said, like, push when you need to push. Don't hold it back. My mom always told me, just push. Um, and so, yeah, that's how it all started. And then, like, an hour, no, an hour after that, it was about an hour and a half long. So by nine o'clock, the baby was born. Um, 7.30, I woke up with contractions um, and I'd slept through the whole night. So um, gosh, I'm trying to remember what else happened. Oh yeah, my dad came in and my husband was trying to fill up the, the birthing pool, but my husband was like so focused on that. <laughs> I was just getting like frustrated because I was like, can't you see the baby's about to be born? Like, we're not, we're not going to have time to fill up this pool. We don't have time to set it up. And they had never set it up before either. So they didn't know how to do it. Um, my husband and my mother-in-law. And so they were trying to figure it out. And I was just like screaming on the couch because not screaming, just, yeah. I mean, I was screaming. I was definitely screaming on the couch because it was so painful and just like so strong and so intense. And they were setting up this pool and I just said, look, I just need you to forget about the pool right now because this baby is not going to be born in that pool. And I don't know where he's going to be born, but we need to figure out something right now because I'm about to push. And he was like, oh, okay. So he just left everything. And then, and then I just, I just need you to like, give me a really big hug. And I held on to him and I started pushing and I pushed in within 10 minutes, the baby was out. It was so crazy. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. And did he? Did your husband catch him? Yeah, my husband caught him. He's a paramedic, thank goodness. And yeah, mother-in-law had told me. She said, "I just want you to know, I don't really want to be there for the birth." This is what she had told me a week before, because I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack or something. Like she said, my family has a history of hypertension and I feel like my heart rate's going to go way up and my blood pressure is going to go way up. And then you're going to be worried about me and not about the baby, you know, something like that. She was worried that something was going to happen to her and that people weren't going to like, yeah, I don't know, that it was going to become a problem or something. She was just really worried about that. So she's like, I don't want to be there. Um, but then she ended up being the only person there except for my husband. Um, <laughs> but it was perfect. I mean, I feel like it had to be that way and um she was bringing my husband water and she had a bucket of water and um, a rag and um and I guess when the baby was born she has never seen a birth before so she thought that the baby was not alive because the baby wasn't breathing or crying um and but it was because he hadn't like, like Abner had to like pat him on the back a little bit. And then he gave his first cry. There was a few seconds in between when he cried and when he came out. And so yeah. my mother-in-law 
thought that he was not alive. And he, my husband saw her facial expression when Ezra came out and, and she, he said that she was just like, oh, Dios, oh, Dios mío, Dios mío, like, my God, my God, my God. And she just started praying. And then all of a sudden Ezra started crying and he said that she jumped like 10 feet in the air and he was like, Gloria, Dios, like, glory to God. She was so excited and, and she wouldn't stop talking about the birth. She still hasn't stopped talking about the birth because it was the first time that she's actually seen birth as a, a normal, natural thing that you can do in your home um, and doesn't always have to be in the hospital. And um, she just, yeah, she was so brave. She was so good. She was just like, even though she was nervous beforehand, um, she just was strong and really helpful. And she kept saying like, you can do it. You have to push, you have to do this, keep going. And it was just what I needed. And um, yeah, it was was great. (laughs) It was great just to have my husband and my mother-in-law because my parents, so my dad had come in and, and at one point I was just like, hey, um can you leave now (laughs) because I'm about to push this baby out and I think I would like a little bit more privacy (laughs) so he he was just like right outside the door I guess he went and called my mom my mom thought it was going to take way longer so she was like okay I'm gonna grab myself a cup of coffee I'll be right over and so when she (laughs) opened the door there was the baby and me and she was like what he's already born so that's crazy yeah so it was a wild birth. It was really short. Um, Do you, did you feel exhausted after? Did you feel like it felt like so crazy and intense, like all quick? Yeah, I was tired, but it was also like, because Asha's birth was three days. Um, yeah, your birth, your birth was insane, like so long, like crazy. Uh-huh. And I think it was a lot of just not knowing my body and thinking that I was going into labor when I wasn't. Right. Um, and then trying to force it. Um, I think that's really what happened looking back because it almost happened to me several times this time. But now that I knew myself a little bit more, like, I don't know, you get better, better at birthing each time around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> practice. So it, I didn't feel that tired. And um, I kind of wanted to just get up and do things like give birth and then move on. <laughs> like, let's start living life with two babies now. No girl, you gotta rest. What'd you say? I said, no girl, you gotta rest. Yeah, no. I definitely should have rested more than I did. Um, but that evening some friends came over and they just wanted to say hi and ask if they could help out. And they walked in and I remember I was just sitting on the couch and I was like, Hey, how's it going? And they were like, What are you doing? Because I just what? couldn't. I couldn't lie down. I I felt like I had so much energy. I mean, I hadn't slept well in days. And that night I slept through the whole night. And so I just felt great. It was crazy. Wow. Did your baby sleep through the night or did your mother-in-law help? Oh, oh, I didn't sleep through the night the night the baby was born. But I I slept through the night the night before the baby was born. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no worries. Yeah, that would be weird. (laughs) I definitely did not sleep through the night that night. Um. That was a crazy night, as always, but wonderful. Did wife come after? Like, did she still come and check and everything? What'd you say? Did the midwife come after and still check on you and everything and, like, check the baby? 
yeah so after the birth I just kind of I mean I just gave birth on the floor we just put a towel down and I gave birth on right the, right in front of the front door so my mom walked in she literally had to like step around us to walk through the apartment um it was so crazy and um they sent some midwives that I'd never met before just to make sure that everything was okay um did they so, cut the umbilical cord or had you cut it already they so they cut the umbilical cord um they had my husband cut it and okay. um, they came in an hour later so I was just laying on the floor for like an hour and then they came in um I didn't even I don't I guess I didn't yeah I don't feel like I knew that an hour went by because it was just so wonderful you know Aww. holding a newborn baby in your arms yeah. and, and he was nursing already no problems um he latched right on and yeah the midwives came in an hour after and um checked everything and then I don't even remember what they injected me with but they just decided to give me like an injection in the leg to help the I, for, I even forget what it was it was a I don't know if it was oxytocin I don't think it was oxytocin um but you know the reason why I had a birth this is why I don't trust hospitals these midwives were from um they work in a hospital it's kind of like a separate group of midwives that are more like I don't know they're more um I don't even know how to say it like Like, natural more medical um well on the midwife side of things they're more conventional okay Um, compared to a doctor they're more traditional but compared to the two midwives that I had they're more conventional and so they didn't even ask if I wanted anything or if I wanted to be injected with anything um and they just like shot something in my leg it was just like shocking after giving birth and and then this is like they were like this is to make sure that the umbilical cord or the placenta not the umbilical cord the placenta comes out and just like it was painful and it just stuck in my leg and I was trying to hold the baby you know and I was still on the floor and and then they made me like birth the placenta cut the umbilical cord and I was just feeling like like get out of here (laughs) yeah wait did you had your placenta not come yet after an hour um maybe it was less time than that but I mean it was in there for a while because yeah that is long uh uh-huh maybe it was more like 40 minutes I I'm not sure but we I mean I just remember holding the baby and and they came over and then they made me birth the placenta um because the, I guess, well, let's see. They must have come earlier than an hour then because he started nursing. And then that's when I decided to try to birth the placenta. And that's when they were like, I'm going to give you this injection or whatever. Or I think, I don't even remember. It was such a blur. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. it came sometime after my <laughs> but it came out that's all that matters yeah it was out <laughs> it was definitely out of there um and and then they like carried me to the bed which was nice to not be on the floor anymore and um and then that was when I just told my husband like why is everybody here 
Like, it was just like, because it wasn't just one midwife that had come. So Laura had called two to make sure that at least one of them was going to get there in time and neither of them got there in time. Um, and so they both got there after the birth. And then one of them brought her apprentice along and never asked if that was okay. So there were yeah. three midwives that I had never met before, like yeah. standing around me and like injecting things into me and like, trying to mm-hmm. get me to do things and get me to hold the baby this way and get me to do that. And it was just like, I just told my husband, can you make them leave? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I think we're okay now. I think everything's good. We don't need... Oh, they were trying to... What was it? Um, they were trying to give um, Ezra some vitamins, too, after he was born. And I just said, like, no, that's enough. <laughs> we're, we're good. I think we're okay. Um, yeah. I had talked with the midwife before then, and she said, you don't need any injections after birth. You don't need... It's, it's common to give these vitamins to babies after birth. I don't even remember what they were. Um, and you, you can choose to have them or not, but they're not necessary. You'll be fine. Um, and yeah. So they left eventually. Um, and then it was just my husband and I again. And my parents, you know, came in and held the baby. And um, yeah. After that, I don't really know what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that sounds crazy, but good. Uh-huh. Also a good experience. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And my how husband. Much did he weigh? Oh, sorry. Oh. No, go ahead. How much did he weigh? Um, he was seven and a half pounds. Okay. So okay. actually I have the exact measurement somewhere. He weighed a little bit less than Asher, like a couple of grams less than Asher. So not really. Okay. Um, and he had really long feet. They <laughs> were seven centimeters long. Oh. Which I guess nice. is long for a baby. <laughs> and he was like five centimeters longer than Asher. So okay. that was kind of funny. He was just this long dark baby <laughs> he was a lot darker than Asher cute just because my my husband so my husband's from the south of Mexico and so we okay. never really know what our baby's gonna look like because we are so different because you know I'm from Washington so I'm all pale and I have blue eyes <laughs> and, yeah. and my husband is like dark and he has dark brown eyes and so it's always a big surprise when the baby comes out <laughs> so, um, my mother-in-law was super excited that he was darker skinned because he, she was like, he's just like my, um, my son, like Abner when he came out. Aww. So Cute. yeah, that's kind of fun. <laughs> so how was your postpartum? Um, postpartum, like the first couple weeks were wonderful. My parents were here. They helped us out a ton, especially with Asher and, um, and then my, also my mother-in-law was here, but I was sort of dreading the day that everybody was going to leave because I just didn't know how we were going to do it. My husband was working eight hour days. Um, and sometimes his work would ask him to work like 16 hours with no extra pay. And it wasn't enough to pay the rent. So I was working as well. 
pretty much a week after giving birth, I jumped back into, into giving classes. Um, and, you know, it was great to have my mother-in-law here, but then she left and then my parents left. And I just was like, you know, we've got to get through this. Like, I don't know how we're going to do it. Um, I just prayed a lot and worked and, um, and we never seemed to have enough time. And I was still losing a lot of weight. I wasn't gaining back anything. I was just slowly losing more and more weight. Um, and then I started feeling nauseous, which was strange because I hadn't felt sick at all during the birth. Um, but I felt really just like every time I would eat, I just felt sick. So I didn't eat as much as I should have. And then, um, yeah. And then I was, you know, watching two babies during the day while trying to make food, clean the house, prep my lessons, get them down for naps. And I think I was, because I was stressed out, um, Ezra also was stressed out. My, I talked with my midwife a little bit about it and she was saying, you know, you can pass hormones through your milk. And so it's possible because you're so stressed out. Um, that's why your baby's crying a lot. Ezra was super happy until like everybody left. And that's probably around the time when he just cried a lot, um, which was really hard because it was like trying to do everything and then chase Asher around who's walking already and, um, and then trying to soothe the crying baby and trying to also eat and trying to also work enough. Um, and it was so exhausting. And then Abner's work decided to ask him to work on Sundays with no extra pay, uh, as in like no pay at all. So it was supposedly a volunteer day, but if he didn't go, then they would take money out of one of his other work days. Um, and so he was going to be working six of the seven days a week. And then I was working every single moment that he was home. Um, and I just said, we need to stop doing this. We can't get through this. And I was asking my midwife for help because I just like couldn't stop crying all the time. Um, and I had never experienced that before. She was really sweet. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. Yeah, it was really wild. Um, and the birth felt pretty like it felt so easy compared to postpartum. I would yeah. have been in labor again, I think. <laughs> but um, so that's when he decided to quit his job and focus on selling coffee and chocolate. And then I decided to go full time with my business. And I got a bunch of new students. And life has been so much better since we did that. And okay. Mm -hmm. So your husband can help you a lot more now? Yeah, he's um he's a proud house husband now. Um, and he's chasing the kids around right now. And he makes <laughs> really good food. So he kind of took over the cooking. That's nice though. That's yeah. Nice it's it's so nice and it's nice because we feel we hardly saw each other. And when we did, we were just grumpy and mad and tired all the time. Yeah. So, um it was not that great. But it was still hard even after that because um, I still couldn't gain weight back. And then I just had like a ton of health problems one after the other. I think my immune system was so weak that I was just picking up anything that came along. And, mm -hmm. 
yeah that yeah. was not good Definitely. so I ended up going back to Washington um just for a month and then okay um getting a few more pounds on and recovering because it was just getting like like I lost like 30 pounds over the lapse of like getting pregnant with Ezra and then maybe five months postpartum so that was just oof yeah Mm -hmm. when you're already not like when you're already a smaller person too Uh uh-huh yeah so yeah it wasn't like I was excited about losing those 30 pounds yeah and it just kind of felt like a downward spiral so now I eat lots of gelato and lots of (laughs) (laughs) that sounds great yeah how old is how old is um Ezra now Ezra is seven months old and he's super smiley oh how was Asher with him like how was he right away and like so yeah Asher's been great with him he he'll give him kisses sometimes he's just like too loving you probably know what that means with a bunch of little kids like okay you can give your brother a hug but please don't suffocate him yeah for sure um just like throwing himself down on top of Ezra when Ezra's only two months old and oh my word um but he's been great sometimes especially recently now that Ezra has more of an attitude like more of a will and sometimes Ezra will want something Asher has and so Ezra will start to take something out of his hand and then Asher will react by hitting him um so we're working on that right now and um yeah the whole idea of like discipline I think really comes in more when we have siblings <laughs> because we hadn't really had to discipline Asher at all before Ezra was born maybe correcting um but not like you know let's do this instead of that but not so much you know, that's not okay you don't hate your brother um yeah so yeah He's been good though. Nice. That's great. How are you doing now? I'm doing great now. <laughs> yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're eating a lot and <laughs> having fun. <laughs> Yesterday good. we got a swimming pool in the grass. It's so hot here. Aw. November. Um, and just getting through work. I think we finally figured out what life here in Mexico City means with two kids and I'm not pregnant right now so that's great (laughs) I'm just not ready to be pregnant again no a little bit yeah give yourself some time Uh yeah the body definitely needs to recover (laughs) pregnancy yeah when you're living or here I keep saying here I don't know why I'm saying that no up north it works (laughs) yeah I think you're closer to Washington than I am, so that works. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It's kind of the other side. Uh, I don't know if I'm actually closer. Yeah. How, <laughs> I wonder, how many hours does it take you if you were to fly to Vancouver? Because we live about 15 minutes from Vancouver. Well, more like an hour. But To fly from here to Vancouver? Mm-hmm. Would take like five hours. Okay. Yeah, we're about the same distance then. Mm-hmm. about five and a half hours from Vancouver yep so yeah yeah you can anyway. just say up north. <laughs> anyway. 
I think I say here because I used to live in Washington and sometimes I just confuse myself by yeah that so anyway it's okay um, do you have any new advice that you have from the second birth that you want to share I think just make oh say like I was gonna start speaking Spanish (laughs) it's so hard (laughs) oh say yeah um so I think what I would tell somebody before they get pregnant, um, if they have any kind of family planning going on, which we didn't, but just make sure that you have a situation, that you're in a situation where you can somehow create a situation in your life where you're getting enough rest and you're getting enough to eat and you're getting enough support from some sort of community, even if it's not your family, if you're not in your family, it's harder um but ask for help when you need it <laughs> and um and get as much rest as you need because if you don't you will pay for it postpartum or during your pregnancy or during the birth um and try to space them out a little bit <laughs> if you're not <laughs> in that kind of situation <laughs> and also Home births are amazing. Um, I know that sometimes they don't go well, but they can be really incredible um, because you're just kind of in your own home and you can do other things until you actually go into labor instead of just yeah. sitting around and waiting someplace for yourself to, you know, get geared up and get that baby out. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah that's good advice anyways thanks so much for coming on Abby um it was great to hear your second birth experience yeah thank you for doing this Miriam <laughs> I oh, your yeah. <laughs> really helps me no seriously it's really oh, helped me especially before giving birth I always listen to a couple of them just to like so get my head in the game Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Beauty of Birth Podcast. Bye. Theme song brought to you by my husband, Joel Pennings, playing on the bass guitar and myself playing the electric piano.